Welcome to Books on Air, the podcast you really don't want to miss. I'm Suzanne Harris, and today you'll get a sneak peek behind the scenes at what it's like to be an author. You'll hear the backstory behind their book, who or what inspires them, where their ideas come from, who knows. You might even get the inside scoop on a brand new project. If you want to know more about them, then we'll tell you where to find them and their work on social media. Joining me today is M.P. Coleman, and she's here to talk about her book, Skin Deep. M.P., welcome. Thank you. Pleasure to be here. Well, you know, it's my pleasure. I really, really, I love your work. And I'm always curious. Let's time travel together back in time where this all began. I know that you started writing at a young age because I do my homework. But I'm always curious. There's always a reason. Either somebody was a reader and there was a particular book or character or something that that inspired them to write. I remember an author who told me that she read Little Women and she was inspired by the character of Joe because she'd never thought about a woman being a writer. And here was this powerful woman character who was a writer. Sometimes people have a spark and that spark is recognized by maybe a teacher or a professor or maybe even a family member who encourages that person to write. Sometimes there's a life event, positive, negative, but just something that happens in the person's life, and it it almost calls them, it almost says to them, you have to share this in written form. So you started writing when you were in grade school. Why did, did you yes. start why did you start writing when you were in grade school? Well um basically because I am the youngest of four and my my sisters are five, four, and three years older than I am. So they were off doing things like, okay, I grew up on a farm, so they were off doing chores, and I was left at home to entertain myself. And it just happened. I don't know that I ever really got into reading any books that inspired me, but my imagination took hold, and I just started writing about anything and everything, I suppose. I don't have any recollection of what I wrote about, but, you know, that was back in the day of the Cowboys and, and all those kinds of shows. So, and I loved horses, so I'm sure that they involved horses and cowboys and bank robbers and things like that but (laughs) i have no i have no memory of of that but when i got to high school i um i did develop characters write them down and and kids in my class uh kind of encouraged me i let them read little sections of them and, and they uh found them interesting enough that that they kept reading them when I throw another chapter at them. I find that truly amazing 
that you were sharing your writing with your friends. And the other thing that's so amazing is that they liked it. And they said, we want more. I I mean, for high school kids to say that, you must have really been right on target with something. Did any of your teachers recognize your talent, MP? Um, Well, I understand. I did not get this firsthand. But I, I understand that one of my grade school teachers did tell the class that came after us that if they had a problem figuring out what to write about, they should go see and talk to M.P. Coleman. <laughs> and, and that kind of you know, blew me away. I didn't remember writing anything in fifth or sixth grade. Somebody, somebody, some teacher recognize that spark of talent and good for that person that they recognized it. I'm just sorry that whoever it was didn't tell you that when they had you in their class. Wow. That's pretty cool. That's a great story. What drew you to romance? Well, I don't know. I guess um, that's what runs the country, runs the world. I mean, you can have all kinds of things happen to you, but always there's there's other people, even if it's not male-female relationship, even if it's just the bro-type relationship or the sister-type relationship, it's, it's always there. And I believe that that's what drives the best things in life. I like that. I confessed to you earlier that I watch the Hallmark Channel, (laughs) and I don't confess that often. But one of the reasons I do is because at this moment in time, you know, I need for the good guys to win. And I need to know that at the end of that two-hour movie that I'm watching on Hallmark, I need to know that the boy is going to get the girl that I want him to get, and the girl's going to be with the boy that I want her to be with. And I don't care how they get there, because that's the fun. And when the romances, when the, the romantic movie is over, I always feel better, because I've been able to escape all of this stuff that's going on in our world right now. I mean, thank you for writing such a terrific romance, by the way. Well, thank you. I'm glad glad you enjoyed it. I did. I like your characters. Let's talk about Skin Deep, because this is a pretty interesting book. Let's give the listeners just an overview of the book. We don't want to give away everything, just the overview. Okay. So, um, Leanne is the female protagonist here, and um, she was going to Superior to visit her parents, and she was doing detour along the way. And instead of taking, you know, four-lane roads, which there are many going up to Superior from Chicago, she was taking back roads, and, and all of a sudden she realized she had made a 
wrong turn, which was regrettable because she was low on gas. And, of course, she ran out of gas. So she had to walk on this back road that she doesn't even know if it leads anywhere. Um, And after about three miles, she, oh, there's a cabin off in the woods there. And there's smoke coming out of the chimney. And so she goes and kind of makes herself at home, although she's <laughs> nervous about it because, you know, it's got to be a guy's. And she doesn't know, you know, what he's going to do when he finds her. You know, you know, beat her up and throw her out or be nice to her and help her. And, uh, well, she's kind of falls asleep at the at the hearth there and, and trying to warm up, and and then Matthew comes in and discovers her in his cabin, and he's none too pleased about this. But he knows that a blizzard is coming, and the way she's dressed, she's never going to make it. The 10 miles, 15 miles, however long it was, I can't remember right offhand, um, to town. So he let her stay, and they, the blizzard came, and they had to spend three days together in enforced togetherness um, before the the road, excuse me, before the road was cleared and gas delivered by the plow guy, and then Leanne was able to head back to Chicago. That is. The whole premise of it—it's the beginning of it. Have you got they a are part? Both, Excuse, and go ahead. I was just going to ask if you had a part of the book that you wanted to share. Sure. This is as she is driving back to uh, Chicago. Um, <clears throat> after finding her way back to civilized roads. Leanne followed the direct route of four-lane freeway, amazed by how quickly the miles flew by. However, she found it no less tiring. She reached Janesville before finally succumbing to her exhaustion and locating a motel for the night. She had stopped earlier for dinner, hoping food would revive her. While it had helped, watching other patrons, families, couples, some intent on their meals, others engaged more in conversation than the meal left her feeling lonesome, even though she took most of her meals alone at restaurants. She never recalled being overcome with this deep sense of melancholy. After requesting a wake-up call for 5 a.m. so she could arrive at work on time, Leanne's head hit the pillow and she fell asleep instantly. The ringing phone woke her from her dreams filled with snippets of conversations with Matthew, and she longed to be able to roll over to continue them. However, work beckoned. A quick shower refreshed her, but the melancholy, the nagging feeling that she had left something behind at the cabin, even though she had double-checked her overnight bag twice, remained with her as she drove to her apartment. She quickly changed clothes and hopped back into her car, arriving at work just in time to punch in. 
Oh, you're leaving me hanging. Oh, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. You're leaving me <laughs> hanging, MP. <laughs> I love it. That's perfect. That's absolutely perfect. Now, you have a real you have a real way with words. Your prose is almost like a painting. You your descriptions are so well written and and put so well that you bring me literally right into the book immediately. When you started to read about Leanne driving down the freeway, I was right there in the car with her driving back. And I could feel how upset she was and how how melancholy she was. She can't quite put her finger on what's wrong, but she knows that there's something wrong. You're a really excellent writer. Thank you. Is there a story behind this book? You know, it occurs to me that most books have two stories. There's the story that the reader reads from the book that the author's written, but then there's always a backstory. How did these characters and this situation come to you? Where do your ideas for your plots come from, MP? Well, mostly I will create characters. And I'll kind of think about, well, what do I want these characters to do? And all of a sudden, they take over. I, I do not admit to writing any books. These, the characters, I feel like I'm kind of a reporter instead of an author. Because they come to me, they tell me their story, and I write it down. Wow. Do you realize that you've just described for me and our listeners a true creative mind. When I talk to fiction writers, it's very interesting, for me anyway. I mean, I've written a little fiction myself, and I'm, I'm a fiction writer that sees the characters, and, and like you do, you see the characters, and the characters tell the story. I get that. And they don't look like some actor or actress or celebrity. They look like the unique individual that they are themselves. And people who do not have that kind of creative brain think that sounds crazy, but it's not. It's creativity at its absolute best. The way that you just described how you write tells me why you're such a good writer. Thank you for sharing that. Well, you're welcome. Well, I love it. So we have got to have teased our audience enough so that they want to know where they can find the book. And, of course, it's on Amazon. I went to Amazon. I always do. And if there's somebody out there who has never done that before, if they're going to be a first-time user, I always like to sort of talk about how easy it is to go to Amazon. Up at the top, there's a browser feature on your computer. If you just type in the letters www. and then spell out the word Amazon, A-M-A-Z-O-N, and it doesn't matter if it's upper or lower case, and then put .com, click on it, and your computer will just take you right to their homepage. Now, when you get there, 
you'll see sort of a long rectangular box that's sort of a gray-white. And what you do with that box is type in the name of M.P. Coleman's book. It's called Skin Deep. It's spelled exactly the way you think it's spelled, S-K-I-N-D-E-E-P, by M-P as in purse or pass, Coleman. Now listen to the spelling of Coleman. It's K-O-L-L-M-A-N. You put that in the search feature, click on it, and it will bring you right to MP's book. And when you get there, if you look up, you'll see the book cover. And if you look in the upper right-hand corner of the book cover, you'll see two words, look inside. If you just take your cursor and put that little arrow on those two words and click on it, the book opens up electronically. I always feel like I have to do air quotes with that because if you don't, obviously you're not sitting there opening the book, but it opens electronically. And there is a really good excerpt from the book. And I have to say that it does exactly what you just did. The excerpt leaves you at a certain point and you're hanging. You want to go, what? What's next? And so that's the perfect excerpt, I think, for the book. You can buy it right there on that page. And I know that it's available other places, MP. Where else can they find the book? It is available on uh, Barnes & Noble. And it was published by Life Rich Publishing. And you can go to their website. That is www.liferichpublishing.com forward slash bookstub. And there you can purchase a, um, an ebook. And if you enter the promo code, oh boy. It's a bunch of zeros here. I better count the zeros. It's, it's one, two, three, four, five, six. So it's one, three, and eight zeros, and then seven, two, seven, six. You'll get a, a discounted price on it. Oh, that's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's perfect. Now, do you have a website? It is under construction. It will be www.mpcoleman.com. I hope to get it up and running soon. And you also have an author page on Facebook, right? I do. That is facebook.com forward slash mp.coleman. What's there? Well, it it basically... uh, it has the banner is a picture of all of my books that I have published so far, and also when um, when a new book is published, it is announced there, and any any um, any other pertinent information. Like two of my books have video trailers done, so those are there, and and. Uh, Basically, that's that's it. I, I don't spend a lot of time on Facebook. 
Well, you've written two three-book series. One, I think, is called The Brothers, and the other one is called The Fates. Is that right? Um, uh, the, the first book in the series is Brothers. And that is, uh, the second is Sequela. And the third is, which was just published, is Honeymoon. Moira, I'll uh, pronounce it correctly, it's Morai, is coming out later this year. I have not sent it in yet, but once I do, it takes like three months to get it published. So that should be out soon. Wonderful. And all of this information they can find right now on your Facebook page, but soon there'll be a website where you'll have information about all of the books and the new one, and there'll be information about you probably. Um, Websites are always kind of interesting. Sometimes they include blogs. Sometimes they include all kinds of things. So I'll be looking forward to seeing your, your website. Now, we're running out of time, and there's always something that I like to ask an author because sometimes there's something else they want to say to the listeners. I love the book. I really think you, I think that's obvious. I have sort of drooled all over this this interview because I really like your writing style and I like what you've done with this book. And it's a, it's a wonderful romance and it's a really good read and a great way to escape. When our listeners become readers and they buy a copy of Skin Deep, and they sit down, and they begin to read, and they finish the book, and they close that back cover for the very last time. Do you want them to just have read a really good romance, had great escape for the amount of time that they've been reading the book, or is there some other message that you want them to take away? Well, the characters, as they are um, going through this, they start out with a, actually low opinions of themselves. And by the end, they have a better opinion of themselves. And that's kind of the way that I want the reader to feel that, yes, I can feel better about myself. I'm not what happened to me in the past. I am everything that's happened to me in the past, good bad and differently. It's made me what I am. I love it. It has been such a pleasure to talk with you. You are such a creative mind and such a good writer. Thank you so much for being our guest today on Books on Air. Well, thank you for having me. I have enjoyed it. Good. I'm glad. Remember, you can find Skin Deep by M. P. Coleman, K-O-L-L-M-A-N, on Amazon. I'm Suzanne Harris, and I hope you'll join me next time for the Books on Air podcast. You know, you never know who's going to be here, and you never know what we're going to talk about. Thank you so very much for listening.